Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. spoilers you've been warned broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the o'keefe institute for advanced films narcitude this is real spoilers 538 uncut gems which is also uh, my screen name on adult friend finder <laughs> i was gonna say it sure does sound like a euphemism doesn't yeah. it <laughs> oh man Un- uncut, uncut gems, uncut gems. Oh. Or I'm an uncut jam, I guess. That's the Well, I would venture to say that the no, ca- I'm cut. That, uh, <laughs> the Adam Sandler character in this movie is not uncut. No. Uh no. Oh yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right, right, right. Because yeah, I was trying to. He's very Jewish. Very Jewish. So, oh, yeah. I didn't get that from his performance yeah. at all. You had no so. idea. <laughs> but uh, so uh, I guess uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Quick shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or Spreaker or Stitcher wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, while you're there, be Bill sure. Us and- back on Spreaker after our cats review. Yeah, I know. Well, so well, uh, we- while we're recording this before it get got released, oh, yeah, so. you, you own fifty one percent of the company so <laughs> i know and i and i was like i don't think we'd have these guys on here anymore <laughs> so while you're there be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode we'll wait okay thank okay. you uh and uh, of course uh don't forget to find us on facebook facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there like the page join the group and of course our patreon patreon.com slash real spoilers five bucks a month and you get all sorts of bonus content and maybe you get selected to be a guest. Maybe. And you get the joy of knowing you helped us out. And we not so Love secretly like you a little bit more. Yeah. That's right. So uh, there we go. Uncut Gems. So I have a love-hate relationship with Adam Sandler. Okay. What's the love? So when I, he, like, he and Jim Carrey, like, at the right time. Billy Madison. The right sense of humor. Happy Gilmore. At the right age. So even, right. like. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. I mean, but those uh, are like the pinnacle. Those are the top of the top. I disagree. I think the Wedding Singer is the best. Really, I love. I'm, I'm not love, saying that's love, bad, love but I just feel singer. like. I mean, I grew up VHS. Uh, those totally. two movies. I were totally. The, the Wedding Singer is like the mainstreaming of yeah of Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Taking taking the Happy Gilmore type characters. Yep. and repackaging them in a way that they will work in this rom com world. Yes. And I think there's just the they he and Drew Barrymore just have they have a legitimate chemistry together. Like they're very funny together. They work together, uh, and that so like everything post Little Nicky is where I draw the line. Like that's where the hate starts. Where I'm just like, God, he sucks. I think so little bad. Little Nicky is is the beginning def- is the beginning of like I think the real. I mean, critics were never like. He was never a critical darling. Right, 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 right. But that was definitely, I think, when even, like, just regular moviegoers were Where he became that character from... There was no one in that world that would tell him no. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. That's the movie where he became the character that he plays in... uh, What's the one with Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill? Oh, funny people. Funny yeah. people. Yeah. That's that, I mean, that's legitimate. I think he's not playing a character like yeah. he's Adam right. Sandler in that movie. But so he had. I mean, but he had a string of really big hits. So Big Daddy. Yep. Uh, the Water Boy was funny. Longest I mean, Yard, like all that I stuff. I never saw that one. That's pretty good. That's yeah. all right. I mean, I I, know I it's really make. So just he never... did kind of in, starting in ninety four. 
Yeah. Airheads. Love it. Love it. One yeah. of, I love that Next movie. year, Billy Madison. Yeah. Next year, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. And then takes a year off, comes back. Wedding Singer. Great. Waterboy. Mm-hmm. Good. I enjoyed that one. Big Daddy. Yeah. It's fine. Scuba Steve. And yeah. then Little Nicky. That's where, and that's where it hits the skin. And, like, and, and Little Nicky was also a pretty big box office bomb. Oh, too. was it? I, if memory serves, and it was. I mean, I I like Little Nicky in a dumb way, kind of like you know, you have dumb movies that you like. Like, sure. I'm not saying it's great, and I'm definitely not saying it's his best, but like I enjoyed it. But I can also see where that was the beginning, of the end, to where Little Nicky was not the caliber of the other ones. It made 58 million on an 85 million dollar. Okay. That's a bomb. Yeah, that's a bomb. It's a big in, in what year? 2000. That's a big at this budget point, in 2000. Look at what everything he had done and how much money it made. Oh, yeah. So at this point, they're like, yeah, we'll give you $85 million. You want to do what? Okay. And sure. Then, and then there was like Mr. Deeds, which wasn't I didn't enjoy. By comparison, Big Daddy made 234 on a 34. Wow. Um, Waterboy made Waterboy. 190 on a 23. That's a bit massive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Wedding Singer. I also think anytime you that's have a gotta character be his that's, I mean, he's one twenty three on oh. an eighteen. The Water Boy was really yeah, Water Boy's pretty big. But you know, anytime you have, I mean, Little Nicky's the son of the devil, right? Yeah, I feel like you're getting into weird territory there, where you've got a certain sect of people that are just like, yeah, never gonna see it, and then you have other people that are like, that's weird. Well, Jim Carrey, I feel like was in the same boat. Jim Carrey was, I mean, that My dude God, was unstoppable. No, well, he did Cable <laughs> Guy, like Cable Guy, and. I love Cable Guy. I loved now, it then. No, I loved it then. I did not love it then. I know, and no one else did yeah. either, but I loved it then, and I'm so happy people are coming around, but I will tell you, I wore that VHS out. I <laughs> loved Cable Guy, like, back when I didn't even know who Jack Black was, and, sure. you know, I, like, I, you know, I just loved that movie, and then you go back and watch, and you're like, oh, yeah, look at all these people. So, and, yeah, it's pretty, yeah. now that I've come back, I've come around on it, Yeah, but, like, to back to Sandler, like, he... And then he, but then, then he started, then he started doing, doing the, 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 the paycheck stuff. Well, the paycheck stuff. But then he started to do. He got into the art house, the stuff. art house stuff, right? Well, like after Little Nicky, his next movie was Punch Drunk Love, which is which is very, very, very best movie until this movie. I've been oh, waiting. Okay. I've been waiting for. I mean, Punch Drunk Love. His. I mean, that's Paul Thomas Anderson. You know, Philip Seymour Hoffman's. Yeah. Ed, that movie is phenomenal, and his performance is so good. Like, I saw that movie when it came out, and I bought it on DVD, and I've been waiting for the return of Sandler. I know he's done a couple other little like things. Spanglish and... Well, no, but I mean, like, he did the... What's the Don Cheadle one? Like, he's done a couple where Rain he's... Rain Over Me. Yeah, yeah, he's done a couple where he's tried, but he has never met Punch Drunk Love level. I mean, do we agree? Like, that was no, the I pinnacle agree. of his acting. Yeah, yeah, that's... When he, when he doubled down, when he got out of the comedic stuff... And double down on his acting. He ability. can do it. I mean, yeah. this guy is a guy that's been in show business since he was a kid. He's got sure. a lot of experience, and he's got the chops, and that showed. And you also have a director like Paul Thomas Anderson, who you know usually. I mean, his music is Daniel that, Day Lewis. That Kevin Smith story. No, what's that? So he Kevin Smith, I think, kind of slammed whatever Paul Thomas Anderson had done before Punch Drunk Love. I don't think Kevin Smith should be slamming Paul Thomas Anderson. Well, but go you on. know, either way. But I'm just saying. Like they were, okay. But they were both. Like I think they were both gonna f- the PTA was gonna film was f- beginning filming on Punch Drunk Love uh-huh. and Kevin Smith was beginning filming on something else maybe Jay and Bob or Dogma okay. or something and they both like I guess part of the studio system is you have to get a physical okay to just to make sure that you're gonna make it through the movie right. sure. to ensure yeah, everybody sure, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. so they're both there at the same time mm. and they run into each other and he's just like I notoriously said some means not mean stuff but like I kind of hammered. Uh, one of his movies and he's like the dude was just very cool about it he was just like oh hi Kevin and they had an exchange and Kevin Smith's like the dude could have hit me with a chair from behind and I would have had no idea like what had happened <laughs> but he was just like he was just talking about how graceful he was about like oh. letting that letting whatever Kevin oh, had cool. said go but it was just like dude I, oh yeah you didn't like well, that movie <laughs> yeah he's learned his lesson Kevin Smith isn't critical about anything you know what I mean he's an easy going nice guy yeah. I don't hear him speak ill of anybody he his uh, reviews of every single he, movie is if you listen like he will cry, definitely I love it yeah. like I mean he will say if he doesn't like something but he was like yeah it's just not, he's for not me, me. He's not, it's not for me if you like it that's great he's but a it just very wasn't for me. <laughs> amicable guy yes. like yeah. uh, but anyway but so Tom Paul Thomas Anderson is a director that I mean he is a director. He's an auteur. He you know Paul uh, he worked with Daniel Day Lewis on yeah. several films. I mean he's he's a great director. And so he got this performance out of Sandler that no one had ever done before. And I don't think anyone has since. Uh, Funny people is good. Like that is. I don't think close. that's a stretch though. But you know what I mean. But like, you're right. He's, he's just playing, playing himself. Sandler, yeah. Exactly. 
Um, and then, so I've been waiting and waiting when I saw this movie, not to jump too far ahead, but when I saw this movie, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, this is definitely, uh, I have some issues with it, but it's not from a performance level. It's from how the character made me feel. Oh, sure. And but like, that's but that, but probably that, him doing it right. A totally, great job. Absolutely. This character is he's infuriating. The worst anxiety inducing oh my god the worst and he's amazing yeah at, yeah but so do you know who the directors are uh no i mean i saw a picture of sandler talking with them okay but I so no these idea. are the safty brothers and they did the movie good time with robert pattinson one of his best films oh i've never seen it. these guys know how to direct a movie sure and these guys know how to get a performance and, and i'm not saying robert pattinson wasn't good before them but they'll what be, i mean is be directing that, moon Knight before we know it <laughs> probably <laughs> seriously but these guys know how to to direct these actors and they have a very unique style you know their writing style they have this uh would you say frenetic like their, their energy fr- that, they, is a good word. that they put into their film I mean, good time starts and doesn't stop this Uncut is, this is very starts yeah and doesn't it is stop. It, it grabs you by the balls and it's non-stop and, and they i don't do, I like they do the dialogue kind of talking over different conversations like it's a very um it has a feel where i don't definitely don't want to say documentary but it feels real their camera angles the way that they shoot and the shooting movement. on shooting on location also helps yeah. a lot but like you're, when just you're shooting there. on the streets of new york yeah. i assume yeah. But you feel like you're there with them, yeah. right? And you're there for the ride, and you're on the edge of your seat, and you're there with the characters. And so they have this way of uh, getting these emotions, and 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 seriously, anxiety is like there, that's the, the number one word for this film. I hate <laughs> ca- self-destructive <laughs> characters, right? Sure. So there's sure. a movie. I don't think you had seen it, Tom. And I don't know if you had Joe. Uh, Her smell with uh, Elizabeth Moss. No, I've not. She is a rock star, and she's doing the full like height of a rock star: drugs, alcohol, self-destructive, or whatever. And she's amazing in the That's movie. Bradley Cooper in uh, the one with yeah, Star is but Born. you don't. Yeah. Re- but this is like this is heavy. This is sure, sure. Know, Wade um, has nothing to do with it. <laughs> but uh, but you see her and you watch her and you know she's destroying her life and her relationships and it's so stress inducing. Sure, you know? And sure. she's so amazing in it. And so it's one of those things where like. Oh, it's so hard for me to watch those type of movies where you want to yell at the TV and tell them just stop being an idiot. <laughs> right, and, right. You know, um, but this is that type of movie where the Sandler character, to Joe's point, um, he is so infuriating and, and he has issues. He has gambling addiction. Uh-huh. Um, he's burnt every bridge. He's lied and cheated and swindled every person that he knows. Yep. Um, you know, and it's like there's something so magnetic about this character still that you can't stop watching him, but he's a terrible person. Terrible person. Terrible. He's person. not a good father. He's not a good husband. He's yeah. not a, he's honestly, he's not a good boss. He's no, not he's a just, good. Any, he's not a good. No, anything. he's just an awful person. So, yeah. but anyway, that's my, my piece. I want to get off about Sandler though, is that this is the Sandler. I can see this. I can see this ending up as a nomination. I, what do you think? I think he can get a nomination. I think it's going to sure. be tough. Like there, he's got some hard competition. He does. Uh, but I think he could maybe, I don't know maybe. if they're going to give an Oscar to Sandler over Joaquin. I mean, well, you, can, you, career, can, get a, you can get a nod just because you got a nomination. Doesn't mean you're going to win. Oh, of course. Yeah, I, but I, I, think, I, I don't know that he'll get a win over Phoenix. Like that is, no, I that don't. is a career of performances to where this is a definitely good enough one to where you're not like, this isn't a make good Joker's good enough. Right. Yeah. I, I, I also agree. wonder if they might kind of feel like, well, we already it, gave somebody an Oscar for playing the Joker. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But he got supporting actor, but I guess it is the same character. Right. Think, That's true. Leo, like who? I mean, Leo just got an Oscar for Revenant. Right. I think he's the only one that uh, so far until who I see. Else? I mean, there's some oh, great performances, man. but I mean, Oscar, who who's it going to go to? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like it could be Sandler. It could be Adam Driver. Uh, um, is the is the lead actor in uh, Parasite? Is he? Are they campaigning for him? I think they might be. I'm not sure. I think he's the only one that. Uh, who, who is that? Neon. I think Neon's only campaigning one actor from Parasite. And oh, it's really? the dad. So if. I mean, he could get a nod, and that is a How very... What do they do? Five? Said, uh, yeah, for the five. actors, is five. Um, but that is a movie that, uh, in the film circle, like Parasite, people are, yeah. I mean, yeah. seriously talking about best picture, best actor, best... I mean, masterpiece is being thrown around. If you haven't mm. seen Parasite yet, that I is... Have a, not, I, it's on my list. That is a movie it. to see. Yeah, so, I, th- I think the five is probably Joaquin, DiCaprio, Driver, Sandler... Mm. 
and then that fifth one. Yeah. I don't know who that fifth one is yet. Yeah. But yeah, so the I mean this movie he's uh he plays a character who's a Jewish, shockingly enough. Uh jeweler in New York and he's just a hustler. Like that's that's the only way I can describe How about it. About this opening scene with the the mines and the I, explosions. It's so weird and... because it this it's an A24 film and I do agree. Like we've talked about how I don't think major studios are going to take chances anymore. And this is an opportunity for A24 to step up to the plate and start doing these Fox Searchlight uh, working title like those. They've been those, doing it for a few years. A24, the, I think. Well, they're I, feel, the, I, well, I mean, the studios are taking less and less chances. Yeah. And this is A24's opportunity to step up and take over that Miramax mm-hmm, role. Absolutely. And uh, But the opening scene is just starts off 2010. Right. Diamond Mines. Uh, or like, it's just a mine. Yeah, mines. Yeah. There's all these jewels and things in it, and someone's been injured, and you see two guys kind of like breaking break, out, break away, and go into a mine. This and, huge, and they, what you can tell it's an opal because of the you know the qualities in it. And so I guess just, I thought an opal was was black. There are black opals. Oh, okay. But opal right. opal is the um, October birthstone, and okay. they're generally white with that shiny bluish. Got it. Got it. Got it. But this is a huge. I mean, again, uncut gem. Like this is, you know, if you get a diamond, if you get any kind of rare earth gem that's huge, and you can make very large one piece items out of it, they're sure. very valuable. Sure. So they get this thing, and clearly, like there was a distraction. They waited for the moment. They sneak it out. Then the camera zooms into all the qualities super of the trippy. opal, super trippy with like, and it transitions synth- into a colon, yeah, and it yeah. zooms out into and a colonoscopy. Adam like, butt. <laughs> that's the thing where if you don't understand, like, this is an art house film. This yeah. is the Safdie oh, yeah. brothers. I think if audiences go into this movie and they're like, "Oh, the new Adam Sandler picture," <laughs> right away they're just gonna be like, "Well, but that's on them." Where's David Spade? Nothing about this movie is marketed as an Adam Sandler movie. It's not. I agree. But no, nothing about it look. You know, like the poster doesn't Kevin look James that way. On the, cover. the trailer doesn't look that. But way. But I hear you. Yeah. But this movie has a C plus cinema score. Yeah, and it has like almost a perfect Rotten Tomatoes. That's like, weird. Audiences, I think. I don't think I, I don't I don't think it's that. Oh, you don't I, because it's not even really playing in. It's playing in more art house stuff. You got to seek it out. I think that <sighs> this is a divisive movie, and it, and he's a grading character. Yeah, and 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 it's an it's two hours of him making one bad choice after another, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people like it. It it the, everything about this movie drives them up oh. the wall. Yeah, I would agree they with that. They can't enjoy it because right. he's done... Uh, I yeah. don't disagree with that. I had a really then, hard time and enjoying... And then when you get to the ending, it's not even a satisfying <laughs> ending. Like, from a it's from a the story, only ending. I, no, no, no. Right? I, I enjoyed the yeah, movie, yeah. but I'm just saying, like, if like you don't... But general audience-wise, it's not Right, a, especially yeah. when, like, you know... It's not a bow on it. To, to, to oh, fast forward, <laughs> he, he pulls it off and still gets the rug pulled out yeah. from under him, right. which I dug. Which but, is the only way for yeah, that, but yeah. but I also think that there's a lot of people that are like, I sat through all this for this, right? Oh, like I, I know, like sure, I watched sure. it with my wife, and she was like, she hated this guy so much, yeah. And and the irony is, part of that reaction, that visceral reaction to not liking this movie, is ultimately proof of how good it good, is, right? You know, but but it's I like but he's I, an actor, but I and, think yeah. that's why you're seeing a C plus cinema score is okay. that people like they just. Like it gets them so yeah. like it's so nerve wracking yes. that just like oh my god I hate it I agree that I had a hard time enjoying the movie simply because I was like oh god you like ever I can't watch you like it's almost yeah. like watching Michael Scott in the first season of The Office where he's so cringe inducing yeah. that it was right. hard to watch yeah okay like but which but, look, but, but in the best way for yes. this movie it's hard yes. to watch and you have trouble. Because it's doing it so well. Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. So Correct. he's in New York. He's yeah. He's around town. doing his thing. Yeah. And he's. Uh, he, I like that you see him just run into all these people. He's wrong. Right. Like so. Right. He's in New York and people are just constantly calling him, coming up to him on the streets, coming to his office. And you can tell he's just scamming him. And he always has an explanation. He always has some kind of, okay, take this, do this, pawn this. He's always swapping things right. around. I mean, this guy is a hustler, right? And and, and that's and, what he's doing. He's, and, he's 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 robbing Peter to pay Paul. Yes, he's, and he's he's on borrowed time. Yes, at this point. big There's time. Only so many times you can do this, and then when you have a gambling problem, <laughs> yeah. and you're borrowing money, right? Right. It's bad news. It's bad. It's double bad news. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's in his shop, and uh, the guy from Get Out, and the guy from uh, what's the other one? The one that the, like, the super stylized one where he 
changes his voice to sound like a white guy to sell. Oh, sorry to bother you. Oh, Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield. He's, yeah. uh, what he does is he brings in high profile like basketball, uh, football, like uh, athletes, people with money. Yeah, right. He brings them into the shop and then gets like a commission of the sale. Correct. So he's a, a guy that has a lot of connections. Right, 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 right. And so he's always bringing people to Sandler to try to uh, get them to buy all his jewelry. Right. And he he brings in Kevin Garnett. Uh, playing himself. Playing himself. I thought he was really good. I thought he was. Yeah, I thought he was solid for a guy. I don't know how much acting he's done, but I mean, I guess you don't have any. But, not much of a stretch if you're just playing yourself but but seriously though you know there there are people i mean we've seen it in in movies we grew up with whether it's a wrestler whether it's a an athlete someone just trying to get into acting right and howie long <laughs> in, you know it, Hulk does, Hogan. it doesn't always work right, let's just right, put right. it that way and so i thought kevin garnett was really good at playing a real character but also not playing a caricature of himself sure if that makes sure sense. no like, it totally felt makes like sense. he was playing and i don't know anything about him but like i felt like he was playing himself you know like uh-huh. you know but he's also reading off a script the safety brothers didn't go hey kevin just, just go do some lines it. no right? Right, right so i think to do that in uh with other actors and filmmakers who are experienced is not as easy as you'd think even when you are playing yourself right um and so he did great no, yeah, I thought he was fan. He was he was a solid part of this movie, and he's a major player in this movie. Like he's not, he doesn't have like a, a one off yeah. cameo. Like he's involved throughout the entire movie. Um, so he comes in, and, and he, he's also infuriating. Everyone in their choices are yeah. infuriating, yeah. right? Like when you're just like, no, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. So Kevin Garnett is in the is in the shop, and Sandler's trying to sell him like a Furby. Uh, oh my god, I love that! The, the diamond encrusted yeah. Furby. Furby with the eyes, that the move. eyes that move. He's got a he's got a, a necklace going to the weekend, uh, and it's interesting. Like so, we jump forward to 2012, and I will give mm-hmm. this movie a lot of credit where they don't they give you the technology of 2012, mm-hmm. where they're not using iPhone XSs. They've got the iPhone threes or fours or yeah. whatever, and you know they've got wired earbuds and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the selfies I think are very funny at this point because it's just him looking like it's not a front facing camera, yeah. so like he has to look at the camera <laughs> on the back of the phone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Kevin Garnett comes in, he's trying to sell him some jewelry, and um, the other dude just kind of like, yeah, sell him those watches, and he's like, I'm not selling you those, I'm not selling those fake watches. Like, I, I'll hold them for you, but I'm not selling them out of my shop. Like, it's my reputation, and the dude's pissed. Like, the other guy's like, man. You know, yeah. there's a lot of f bombs and n bombs, and there's a. I mean, I will it is say not, we have we have listeners, uh, you know that that have even said like I couldn't watch this movie uh, because of the f bombs. Yeah. I mean, in the opening, not the very opening, but when you see Sandler and he's on the phone, uh-huh. I mean, the f word is the uh, every other word. Yeah. Right? Um, but now I will say to defend the movie a little bit, there's a way you can do that to where it's really. Hoke, like there's a fake Apatow like yeah, I'm sure, trying sure, to sure. impersonate and use the F-bomb because it's uh, edgy and like I want you to be like ooh they're so edgy with that and then there's also a like a realistic New Yorker way of talking right and I feel like Sandler's character falls into that to where I didn't believe for a second that he wouldn't talk that way. You know what I mean? Like totally, totally. He was, was he wasn't saying it to uh, for a shock value. Yeah, like it's just part he, of his everyday. He vernacular. sounded like a, a New Yorker businessman con guy that was like you know working in the streets, yeah. doing his thing. Uh, so a- as he's doing all of this, all of a sudden this blue this blue package shows up, uh, and Sandler freaks out. He, you know, he it's here. It's he's super excited about and it. The uh, the like debt collector guys are there though, right? Too like right. He shows up to the shop, and you've got Kevin Garnett, and then you also have the de- these well, the, two well, the guys. Well, the guys got beat up by Kevin Garnett's security yeah. and just sent him on their way. But they're also like they hit him in his own shop in front of other people, right? Right, 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 right. And you don't know what the connection is or what the deal is, but you can. He clearly owes whoever Some they money. work for money, right? And uh, yeah, they're not people to be messed with. No, so. He gets this package, he opens it up, and there's fish inside. Well, he cuts open one of the fish, and he pulls out this other package from inside the fish. And there's this massive opal. And this is it. Like, he thinks this is his ticket. This is this is his big money item. Not that he can retire, but this will set him up. Debt, get him some money. Right, this will set him up for a yeah. little bit. So he accidentally, well, not accidentally, but he overzealously shows kevin garnett the opal first mistake and i mean this is where this is the first big thing where you get so frustrated you're like don't show anybody the way i thought it was going with someone was going to rob him that's what i thought too i'm like you don't you don't brag this is like a criminal bragging about right 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 which kind of i mean they 
it is kind of a criminal thing. Like these guys stole it right. from out from under the people, but you don't show something like this off. He no. should have kept it to himself. And we took, see it what to au- took it to auction and then yeah. let it play well, out. Keeping his mouth shut is not this guy's strong. Oh, no. it's not, not at all. So Kevin Garnett gets a hold of it and he, you know, falls in love with it. And he says, "Just let me, let me, let me keep it for, oh. let, let me buy it." He's like, "It's not for sale. It's going to auction. It's a million dollars." He offers him one hundred and seventy-five thousand cash on right. the spot, and he was like, "No, no, no." He's like, "Well, just you take. Let me, let me hold it for a little bit. You take my championship ring." And then I will bring it back. Well, he asks him for it because he's like, I need collateral. I need collateral. Yeah. And like to to Kevin Garnett's credit, he's like, okay. Yeah. Like you can take, cool, take the ring. So. And he, but he's, he's like mesmerized, he's hypnotized by it. Right. To where he's almost like not looking at Sandler or anyone else. He's like, okay, he's just like fixed on this right. opal. Right. Uh, so he kind of leaves. He's got a game and he's going to go play the game. And uh, this is where Sandler takes the ring and like without batting an eye immediately goes and like puts the ring up for as it, soon it's as not he, it's not for sale but it's like it's collateral for money he, pawns he, pawns he pawns it, yeah. kind of pawns it but that's how pawns yeah. work like you you can come back and buy it oh that's for true. an yeah. extra amount yeah like your interest basically you're and if not then you then they keep it they keep and they sell it, it. And they but sell oh it. it's so stressful right because it's like he doesn't even think twice he pawns it and then it's like you think oh he's gonna pay off at least he's gonna pay off the mobsters and maybe some hijinks won't sue and now he's gonna nope. get the ring back nope what does he do with the money joe <laughs> he bakes a bet Ugh. places a bet on like and it's it's crazy like i don't think a movie has ever accurately depicted how intricate betting can be yeah i had no idea what he was talking yeah. about like yeah. i got what he was doing right but the but language it, it was like a yeah. foreign language. but he's splitting the, he's splitting the bet like five ways He's and he's betting on like who wins the tip off, yeah. right? And, and it's got to be all these things. If one of them doesn't happen, it doesn't. All, it all goes right. away. It's not just I'm betting on this team, or right. I'm betting on this team to win or lose with an X amount. Or it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's, yeah, but yeah. he also is doing it because he uh, because of Kevin Garnett's like the power he feels from the gym, right? Right. He's doing this all based on Kevin Garnett, right? Yes. So he's like. I know something that no one else does because right. you've got the gem. You're feeling this magic. I'm going to bet on you, the tip off, all this stuff. Right. Um, and so he places all these crazy bets and you you feel like it's going to go horribly it, wrong because... And guess what? But it's not going to work, but it does. All it, his bets work. And every single thing he gets... Crazy, he, right? He, he beats the spread, the, the Celtics win... He gets the tip off. He gets a certain amount of points and rebounds throughout Flash the game. Flash forward to home, and Adina Menzel is his yeah. wife for now, at least. Yeah. And he's like, he's been putting off putting his child to bed for like thirty minutes. She's like, or she's like it's forty five minutes yeah. past his bedtime. He's like, whoa. And he's just watching a basketball did, game. Did like, he brush his teeth? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, twice. He did. Yeah, yeah. Right. But but you know, he's putting it off, and she's like, get in there now. Right. He's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So he goes up there and <laughs> and puts it on his phone. Right. He's watching it yeah. as the kids asleep. And you're going, how? Wonder why they're having marriage troubles. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wonder why. <laughs> so watches the end, like Adina Menzel sitting downstairs watching like Real Housewives mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's like, "Can you?" And then he asked her to change. Can you the change channel? Just, just real quick? I just want to see the thing is. So and then it's very. Uh, I read The Way of the Wise Guy, which is a book by Joe Pistone, who was the original. He was the real Donnie Brasco. Okay, and he talks about how the reason mob guys were so heavy in their later years is because they would eat twice. So they'd go home with their family. They'd have dinner with their family, and they'd go out at night, and they'd have another meal mm, like late at night. So that's why you know, and that's kind of what he's doing here. Like he does the home life very unsuccessfully, uh, and then he's going back out to meet his girlfriend, who is the uh, the gal who own who, who works like, at the store. Who works at the store. Uh, and he does not make it unknown that they're together. Like he has an apartment for her. And to be fair, like their marriage on the outs, we learn and like they're separated. Right. Oh, you think they are? Yeah. I mean, I think they're, well, he has, she knows that he has an apartment. I guess that's true. So it's not like a secret, but sometimes people with money keep an apartment in In the the city. city. Like they, you know, like they have like that way when they go into the city, they can stay there. Like, but they talk about though, they're like, they have a conversation after he puts the son to bed that like we're gonna we'll do know, we, need to, we need to do this and then they wait till after Passover. He said they they said uh, we were gonna wait till after Passover. And he's like she's like well why don't we just wait till summer like it you know he's trying he's trying to put he's it trying off. to extend it right but clearly they're on the outs oh, so, like yeah. that's why I felt like it wasn't a secret. Now I think the reason their marriage was uh, like I feel like the affair had maybe something to do with it sure but at this point they're. It's out. It's about. It's, it's is, done. Zone. Yeah, exactly. So he's you know he's texting the girlfriend on the way there, and 
I didn't mean to do that like right into the microphone. Yeah. How, do uh, he, what, how did he spell that? <laughs> yeah, you'll figure it out when you have to transcribe it. <laughs> uh, so I thought, you know, like she's a cheater. He's mm-hmm. a cheater. And so she's, he sneaks into the apartment. He beats her to the apartment. She's the, the girlfriend's coming back. I know it's a great setup because you're waiting. I, th- I was, he's I thought on, she's on the phone. He's on his way back. Blah, blah, blah. Right. You think she's double timing. Exactly. So, but she's not like she's, she, she never does. She's, the whole movie. She is actually the most stand up yeah. character throughout yeah. the entire thing. She, so basically she's like, and she knows the score. Like she's kind of a hustler too, to where like, kinda. I think she's selling drugs and maybe selling oh, I didn't some pick jewels. Up on that. Well, because they're doing drugs in the bathroom, remember? Yeah, but uh, okay. Maybe she was doing that to try to sell them jewelry, but like she's hustling for something, dr- drugs or jewelry. You right. Know? She's a, uh, you know, she has clients. She's working them, but she's not like. I never took it as like she's gonna sleep with them to sell them the stuff. Oh, I think she was buying to sleep with the weekend. I think she, I took it as like she was getting cozy with them, but like to to string them along to get them to buy the stuff. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Because sure, like she sure. tells the weekend, she's like, I, you know, no you touching, no me. touching yeah, yeah, yeah. until she grabs his dick. Did she actually? Yeah, she's like, I can't believe it's that big already. Well, maybe because he, but he was like right there. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, but but the cool <laughs> thing they do, though, that I think is really interesting is they take these what could be tropes and yeah. you think you know what's going to happen. And I like that they kind of flip it around. They, they take every trope you would ever think of and yeah. they don't do yeah. it. And yeah. I thought it was hilarious. The thing that he does, he's in the closet yeah, texting right. her. Thinking you know? he's going to catch her for something. That's what I took it is like... He, he was... I don't think he, he was, was seeing what she's yeah. doing when he's not around. Right. Yeah. And she was with him like yeah. she's sending them some, some it was nudes all and yeah. some, you know and then i just thought it was hilarious when he jumped he out of he's like ah! oh and then she that freaks out which i thought was i'd good. have a heart attack like <laughs> you know what i mean like it was such that's a that's how you get punched yeah it's such a yeah. mean uh joke but it was very playful i liked it you know right. it was a it was fun so he he wins he wins like he he wins like a, a massive amount of or something. I don't right? know if it was a million dollars but no. a massive amount of money okay one um, um, uh, so much money that he was going to take care of yeah well it could have taken care he, of he, he was so he specific that I mean, yeah, he must have the multiplier on his bet must have been astronomical. Right. When we get to the bet at the end of the movie, that's yeah. when he wins a million. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But it was going to be big. He could have paid everything off right. his debts, and you know. So he's going to his kids. This was it the was it the the I Passover think, meal or was it the no? The performance I don't think, and I don't think he's there yet. He goes to he gets stopped again. He keeps running into those guys. Those goons. Right? Well, he gets, he runs into those guys at his daughter's. Well, because his well, one guy's his brother-in-law, which we don't know until how he okay, shows up at the, the family. It's the thing. play. You're right. Yeah, right. We, we get, because the the guys at the play, uh, they show up and he's like, he's like, we can do this. We do this here, and he was like, and he bites the guy, and they he gets into yeah. a fight, and they pull him in the back of a uh, like an SUV, and they get you know fighting. He was like, yeah. you. We find out that the bet that Adam Sandler made. A, He's like, I got the money, I got everything. He's like, No, you don't. Yeah, we see Arno. It's like we pulled, we, we pulled your bet. You yeah. use my money oh. to make your bet. You make me look stupid, so we pulled your oh, bet. Another, another stressful moment <laughs> yeah. where you're like, This guy finally can maybe get out from under, and not that he did it the right way, but he finally can get out from under all this. Right. And Arno is like, Don't look at me. Don't talk don't, to don't, me. Don't you. Don't call me by yeah. my first yeah, name. He wouldn't answer his phone earlier, so we don't know. Arno's very mysterious. Yeah. But yeah, he who call- is that guy? It's Eric Bergogi. Yeah. He, uh, uh, I was like, not Elliot Gould. Yeah, no, he, I mean, he was a playwright. He w- wrote, uh, talk, a play called Talk Radio. Okay. And, uh, play- and started the movie, which was directed by Oliver Stone. And he wrote a play called Suburbia. Okay. Which was kind of about, like, Gen X when it was, before it was called Gen X. He was on as long Law as and Order. Do. Which was a Richard Linklater movie. And then, yeah, he was in Law and Order yeah. Criminal Intent. Oh, yeah. He was the uh, lieutenant. Danny, lieutenant. He was lieutenant. Danny Ross, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. um, and oddly enough, uh, he was the subject of a sketch on SNL. Oh, really? Uh, oh. Where he was played by Adam Sandler. Oh, no, that's no so funny. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I wonder if that's why he's here. I doubt it. <laughs> that's probably true. You don't think, yeah. so? you don't think Adam Sandler was like, yeah, I'll give me that guy. I, eh, I, probably not. That's true. Yeah. 25 years later. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I, yeah. <laughs> so he's freaking out. Right. So he, all, takes all, he takes all his, he takes his all wallet, takes out. his clothes, it, throws him in like the back. Looks like he's going to kill him. Yeah. I think at it, it, every turn in this movie, you think that they're going to kill Sandler, and you're like, why are they not just killing him? I mean, not to say that's a good thing to do, but these are like mobster type guys. Because well, they want their money. Yeah, that's I mean, exactly the, it. You people don't, in this world, they, like, if they kill you... They're not going to get. Their they're money. not going to get the money. So presumably, if they're letting him make these bets, he's 
he might be a slow pay, but he's been eventually good for it. Right. Because if nothing else, in most of those smaller bets anyway, he's got the collateral. They'll go take the diamonds or whatever. Well, that's what I mean. I feel yeah. like they could take the stuff from his shop. Like, to me, he's living <laughs> Which on borrowed... Which they do. But he's living on borrowed time. I'm just... I think that it's like anyone else, if if you were dealing with these type of characters, I think you'd be in the river with cement shoes. But, but there's a reason why Sandler's character specifically is not dead yet. Yeah, but I if you think. are paying... But right, like if... What, he's not. But they steal his watch. As they, like, he's not giving them anything. Well, I think he's behind. But he's behind, but I think historically he has been paying. Okay. Yeah. Like, the killing you is the last option because then you're not going to pay. But then you just take all his... Ju- I mean, he has 100 grand. He owes him 100 grand. But you still got to get in there and get it. Okay. And, and that place is a fortress. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know. Fair enough. I just took it as... To me, it was like, why aren't these guys taking him out? And there's sure. a reason. Yeah. That like everything but that it always comes to like because they're like taking his clothes and all this and I thought oh they're getting ready to like dump him and not have any evidence or right, anything right just threw him in the back they of the shove car. him in his trunk and then he has to call the yeah I think right now they're just trying to scare the cr- they're yeah. trying to make him think that they're going to kill right, him right right so he'll be like so he'll take them seriously yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. then he has to call uh, his wife who comes Adele she's Nazim. freaking yeah Adele Nazim <laughs> and I and I also think they're probably giving him some latitude because he's. Uh-huh. Bogosian's brother-in-law. Well, that's right. that's the, yeah. that's what I'm getting at. That yeah. was my point: is that I think he's no one gets that much leeway. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. But you're in my head. I'm like, why the hell are they? Do they keep giving him second chances? Right, and you find out that it's here. We, yeah, so he calls. He calls his wife, and she comes. Run, <laughs> he's like, ah, I got. I locked my keys in the oh, trunk, and she comes running out, and of course she opens it. She's like, what uh, the? F- what is going but she, on? But it's more like. Of course, of course, you're yeah, naked right, in your trunk, right? 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 Yeah. And she just looks at him, disappointed as she always is, and just walks away. And just like, walks away. Yeah. That I think says everything. I, I love that when a, a performance can tell you everything without saying anything. Yeah. Yes. She she's, she's actually I think she's a very underrated actress. Yeah, we don't see good. her. We don't see uh, she's made enough money being Elsa that she doesn't really have and to, Wicked and Wicked. That's wicked true. Was, yeah. And Glee, like she's been and you know. Rent. And was she in Rent? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's she. I'm sure she's sitting pretty. Uh, oh, absolutely! But, but she's yeah, good. I mean, you don't she's get, very good. You don't in this get in well. all those Broadway shows without. I no. mean, but my guess is you make if at that level you're making good money in Broadway, but you're not making fu money. Well, I think she's. I feel like she's probably making fu money she, now with uh, Disney. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't even know if Rent and Wicked are like like I said. You're you're doing good. Yeah. But I I don't know that it's not like starring in a. No, and a hit movie. Totally, yeah. I just meant like she's a good. He was saying she's a good actor. Yeah. I just mean like you don't get on Broadway right, right. for all those shows without being good. But but Disney's the money. Right. Oh, like, yeah, she yeah. is set. Well, for she's life. she's the she's the newest princess. Like she, she's she well, showed she's up a queen she, now. But yeah, well, she showed up in Frozen two. Meaning spoilers. <laughs> Sorry, with how much money Frozen made, if sure, she shows sure. up in two. She's making right. a crap. Oh yeah, of yes. for yeah. sure. Plus for all sure. the money from voicing oh yeah rides and video songs and yeah all that jazz yeah so so yeah so she kind of she lets him out and she he puts on some scuzzy clothes (laughs) uh they go back home and of course he's trying to schmooze he's going to this thing with the week you know this this, the weekend in 2012 was like a uh an Mm. up-and-coming artist uh he's going to this club and uh but this entire time the opal has well, gone so, MIA. Yeah, the game has already been played. He's trying to get this thing back. He's supposed to drop it off to the uh, the auction house in the morning. Yeah, and uh, d- uh, what's his name? Damani, Dem- I think. Damani. I think it's Damani. Damani was Lakeith Stanfield's yeah. character. He's supposed to be like kind of escorting the Opal, right? Getting it back on time. I'll be here, and then he's calling, and he's MIA. Like he's gone. He can't won't get answer, hold won't of answer anyone. his phone. He, then when he actually does go to the, doesn't he say he he answers and he's like, I'm going to the weekend. Well, he said weekend. the so the the girlfriend says there's this con- the weekend concert and blah blah blah. Oh, but so he tells Damani yeah to meet me at the weekend. Well, so what he goes to uh, the the auction house and of course the the item isn't there and the guy's like I'm on my you know the Demonte's like on a, I'm on my way I'm sitting outside and he's like just park the car like just park the car <laughs> double park it I don't care. So finally, I mean it's very obvious as the dude is sitting there where it's like he doesn't have didn't have the goods. So he comes back in and um, sits down. And he's like, "KG didn't. I don't have it." And he's like, "You, you told me you had it." And he's like, "Yeah, it's a practice." He's like, "Cool. Where's practice? We're going." <laughs> he's like, "It's in Philly." He's like, two hour drive. Let's go." <laughs> and so they have to like go to Philly. And, and- like to his credit, is as, as, as uh, 
crazy and shady as the uh, Howard Ratner is the name of Sandler's character. Yeah. As, as shady as he is, I mean, he is in the right here. Like, he should have never let that sure. open out of his right, hands. Right, right, right. But at least if you make this promise and you say you're going to have it back, like, Damani's all like, hey, man, why are you getting stressed out? Like, he has this million-dollar item he didn't want to let go of. He does it. You give him your dope. word. But and from then, their perspective, he also has Garnett's ring. Right. That's kind of I mean, that's that that was my perspective is he has so, like, the ring you, you so know it's not... Garnett wants that ring back so right. he's good for it yeah but but I mean at this point I mean that ring may be worth a couple hundred grand but... okay but to Garnett it's everything it's that's his it's, championship ring it's not the ring has more value than it's not the magic he he thinks this has magic power yeah but that's yeah. his championship but ring. it's that's... also his championship ring like I I, I don't I don't think that. As much as he wants that opal, he's also going to want his ring back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could see it. I get what you're saying on paper. Because but, it's, the, but, the ring doesn't just have a cash value to to Garnett. It's got a, a sentimental value. It's, right. Sure. It's a symbol of an achievement. But when that opal helps him get the next ring, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, how many can he wear at once? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so you're Michael Jordan. Your first one. I, yeah, I just, yeah. I just <laughs> took it as like this thing got its hooks in him. This sure. magic yeah. opal it did. possessed Absolutely. him. And he... I think if he had the opportunity, in my mind, my interpretation was he would say, screw that ring if he could keep this opal. And plus, Sandler thinks it's, I mean, he says it's worth a million dollars. So, right. like, yeah. the, it's not like if he has the opal, oh, no, my ring, like, he has a million dollar item. Right. Get a and new it's ring. magic. Right. So, that's how I took it anyway. But my point is, like, Damani's being a total oh, just he, he's sketchy, like, like next level nonchalant. Yeah. yeah. And and Sandler's mad. And I love that he actually stands up to him at this point because he's like, you're going to show up here. You're going to, you know, because it's like he finally stops being a pushover. Right. You know, and he's just telling this guy, this is how it's going to be. And he's like, I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of this. He's like, mother. Yeah. You're <laughs> jerk. So they drive to practice. Right. And then he ditches him. Yeah, he well, completely. But now we get Ratner being a total tool again. Yeah, because Ratner could have walked in with the money. We talking about, cool. about Brett. Well, <laughs> could be, but but uh, he could have walked in to practice and played it Just cool. Walked in with him, but Sandler's him. stealing basketballs, yeah. making shots, being loud, and Damani rightfully so. Now he's like, "You're embarrassing me!" Like he's right. He this is the him. NBA, man. Like yeah, this isn't like this isn't like going to a high school gym and like picking up some basketballs. Yeah. You and are, if you bring this guy, that's on you, right? So if he's making a, a fool of himself. That's on Damani, and right. he wants these connections, right? So he leaves him there again. He has to make some catch a bus <laughs> back to New York. Uh, so, yeah, so then we go to, like, a Passover dinner, and they're doing uh, a whole ceremony. And this is where we find out that Arlo is... I it went Real quick, though, uh, did we get to the point, I think, uh, Garnett comes back before this. I feel like, remember he comes back to the shop and how he finally gets the opal? We're not there yet. Okay. We're you close. watched it more recently. I, I did. Just, we're, we're, okay. Like it's it, that's the thing is like this movie happens very fast. And it, like, it moves. Yeah. It moves like, it, very so quick. It's hard to for me to remember the order exactly. Yeah. I just want to make sure we don't go, skip it's it. It's been because... like three weeks yeah. since. <laughs> so he goes to the dinner, and this is where we find out who Arlo is. Yeah. And we find we see Judd Hirsch, which I was like Judd Hirsch. Arno, playing, by the way, Arno yeah. or Arlo? Arno, Arno, Arno. Yeah. We see Judd Hirsch. Not Arliss. It's a different guy. Arlo was from Justified. So Argo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who Judd Hirsch? I was like, and Arno tells him Argo, Argo. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, when I saw Judd Hirsch playing an old Jewish dude, I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> like who else are you gonna get? Who is Judd Hirsch? He I was on Dear John. He, John. Was, he, he was, was on Taxi. Taxi is what he's best known. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was in Independence Day. Yeah, he oh, was he Jeff Goldblum's dad. In, dad. In, yeah. In yeah, 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 yeah. He's also an, an old Jewish guy in that. Yeah, like that's, I just couldn't. I like I know him, but I couldn't. Yeah, he the was name. the main guy in Taxi. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he was the guy owner. Of the, Alex. Uh, yeah, no, he was he was a cab driver. Oh, who was the owner? He was of the, Danny, well, DeVito. Danny DeVito wasn't the owner, but he <laughs> yeah. was like the, the boss, the dispatcher. The dispatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. And he also played uh, Mark Maron's dad on. Of course, on, he did on his show on IFC. Yeah. Uh, so, and I like them together. Like, I do appreciate yeah. that them together are very. There's a connection there. Like, you can feel again. It feels very familial. Uh, they kind of talk talk some garbage on Arno. Where he's just like, ugh, like he married, you know, if I, he married my daughter. He's like, hopefully you never have to deal with that. And he was like, yeah, yeah it's so, not so bad. So and we should say, so we, yeah, the big reveal is that they're related, but Arno married into the family right. just like he did, right? Because like, the, isn't the daughter or is it his real dad? I no, thought, I think it's his dad. That's his dad. I, think, I didn't, I thought it was Adina Menzel's dad. Oh, I didn't take her that at all. Because he calls him like a nickname and everything. He uh, does, but I thought that was like a. I didn't, I didn't think that like was his go- dad. Like go- go- Goopy or Goopy? something? Goopy? Yeah. yeah. Gooey? Gooey. Gooey. 
But I was like, maybe that's a, I don't know. I, don't I could be wrong. I thought it was his dad. The way they interacted, I thought it was his dad. Sure. And the way he gives him a lot of money and is willing <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. But, um, oh, well, he convinces his father-in-law, Gooey, oh, to okay. bid on the job. Yeah. All right. So, so there they're go. both married in. Right. Okay. That makes sense. But apparently, Adam Sandler's Howard is much more in favor with Gooey than Well, because Arno, Arno is like a mobster. Oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, And Adam Sandler is just a hustler. Yeah. So yeah. as irritating as Sandler's character can be, right. he's not this kind of right. guy right and so arno's very quiet he doesn't really interact with him he's there because he has to be but he's not right friendly right right, right? and this is where we get a scene between howard and uh adina menzel where he's like i told him uh you know and you think that he's like okay i'm gonna walk away from all of this it's just you and me like we'll we'll get this back on track Ooh, and she is, is pulling no punches. another one of those bait and switches where yeah. you think like she's got a good look on like, her face hey, let's make it work and she hears him out all the way and she was like and then she's like no, i hate you i hate you i don't want you to look at me i don't yeah. want you to oh. talk to me she's like we're done like we're yeah. done and he's talking about uh okay so this is after the weekend concert because yeah he's breaking up with julie who is the he wants he wants her out of the apartment I feel like he, and, he, he, this uh howard just has no clue like he did this in the totally wrong order you know yeah. like he broke it off with the only girl like, oh, that I actually, you. <laughs> right? He, the only girl that even cares about him. Yeah, he's irritated, but like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to break it off with her and make this marriage work because that's totally an option at this point. <laughs> right. And yeah, then right, she right. says, go take a flying leap. Right. right. And he was like, rightfully oh, so. Absolutely. And then he's got no one. He's got know? nobody. So. so yeah, so he goes, he has to go back to this apartment uh, to make sure that she's left. And I thought he was going to find a body. Like I thought she and was going to kill herself yeah. or something. But he, well, because then the son, their son is with him. Poop. And yeah, she says she wants the son to see his mistress. Right. So she's trying to, you know, make him look bad. Yep. And so she's like, cause, cause he's going up to the apartment and he has to use the bathroom. And then he's like, no, you can hold it. And she's like, no, let him use let your him, bathroom. Right. So he goes up there and luckily she's not even there. She's so gone. When, yeah. But her, all ma- her stuff is but, gone. But to be safe, he makes, he knocks on all the neighbor's <laughs> yeah. doors. I did like the, <laughs> the, the old John man. Amos. Yeah. For no what reason. What a random cameo. That but was. also, could he use your bathroom? No. 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 And closes the door. <laughs> like, I mean, he's in the movie for like 30 seconds. Yeah. And the other guy though, number one or number two, he's number like, one. He's like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> of course he's got to no. drop, drop yeah. that deuce. Uh, so they leave and the, the kid's like, who's the hot broad that works, that lives in your apartment? He's yeah, like, what are you talking what? about? He's like, oh, that guy. He's like, don't listen to that crackhead. Like, don't, you know, whatever. Don't say anything to your mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So they leave. And now this is where Kevin Garnett shows back up mm. with the Opal. And does he have a bag of cash? I know he offers him money where he's like, I will. Yeah, there's because like, he felt it. He played that game amazingly. He's like, I'll give you 175 grand. There's or an interaction right where he was like, I can't do it. I and then he's like, it. yeah, this is. The million it's million dollar thing. Up for auction. Like right. It's, you know, set to go. I need it back. And then this is where you remember, well, he doesn't have the collateral. Right. He's he's like, well, give me back the, the ring. He's like, oh, and I God, so, it's in Long Island. And, and after all this anxiety and stress, I so thought he was going to turn around with the Opal and take it away. I did, too. Because you waited this whole time for him to get it back, which you didn't know if he ever would. And it's right. there. Right. And I thought Garnett was going to go, screw you. Yeah, take I'm it out. away. But somehow he leaves it, which is amazing to yeah, me. And he's like, just he's, get me that ring back. He's like, okay. So he goes to the auction. But then, but then Damani... It's like, give me those watches. Oh, yeah. And he opens up the, the safe and they're gone, gone <laughs> because Sandler, throughout the movie, people are he's coming up to him, him that he owes money and he's giving him watches <laughs> yeah. saying, this is worth whatever, but they're like the 30, fake crap watches. It's a $30,000 watch. And he was like, it's a fake Rolex. Yeah. So the whole time he's giving Damani's watches away. So he doesn't even have those. And then you see Damani. I thought he grabbed the secure, Opal. You, they do, yeah. Again, this is another of one of these brilliant head fakes to where you think you know what's happening, but they show you i mean i don't know how brilliant but it's great that they they trick you in this way you see him on security cam walking out right. to Monty, like without saying anything and you're like he took that damn opal yep but he doesn't he doesn't he just takes his stuff yeah. and leaves i think they just keep doing this stuff to raise your anxiety right they're constantly keeping on the edge of your seat for a movie that's not like an action movie and it's about a jewelry store like yeah, they it's very have much a, a nail way. biter yes and and uh like I felt this way only besides from her smell with that performance, that free solo movie yeah. about the mountain climbing. Oh, sure, sure. I mean, this movie being a narrative made me reach basically to those anxiety levels of me watching the guy free solo a mountain and not know if he would live. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. They are very good at that. And for anyone that has not seen Good Time, one, it's a great movie. Two, if you're not on board with Robert Pattinson as Batman, like him in serious movies, right. watch Good Time and see what he can do. He plays kind of a, a shady street 
level character. Maybe that's why John Amos was in this. They made good time. They made good See? time. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good but, times. but watch that movie because it has that same kind of energy and anxiety. They're very good at evoking that. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So he, this is the girlfriend shows back up and she was just like, I'm sorry. I'm, I missed you. He's like, oh yeah. Like you, you were really concerned about showing up and like slaps the smoothie out of her out of her hand or whatever, uh, and he's so all he, over her, all over her. Oh. Yeah, it's a dick move. F you, yeah, yeah. Just so he goes to the auction and he's looking through the he's like we're all good to go and he's looking at the thing and all of a sudden he looks at the the centerpiece <laughs> like his it, it just happens to open up to his oh little my thing God. and it's no longer appraised a million dollars it's appraised <laughs> between one twenty five and two twenty. And, and he, he's like, what the f- losing and, his mind. And Sandler's so good at playing this con man character. Like he's bringing them donuts and he's being friendly sure, to the, yeah, the right, right, right. and everything. And on a dime, he Flips switches it. into this crazy, you know, I, I understand it, but like he's so good at Manic. switching that. Yeah. And he's calling and he's like, get me whatever her name is that runs the auction house on the phone. Right. The secretary is always like, she's busy. She's busy. <laughs> he's like, he's nah, like you, you get her on yeah. the phone right now. So they, they talk and she, of course, is him and Han. And here comes Judd Hurt. And I assume well, no, but son. first he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, no problem. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll yeah. switch it back. You know, and you hear her on the other end very lightly, but you hear her like, yelling, oh, like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, oh, hey, uh, he, she said, go ahead and just take all these notices out of here. Right. I'll help you out. And he's like, you know, she's like, I'm going to call. So <laughs> yeah, she just fall for it. For no, right. like, I have another unrelated call. <laughs> yeah, Let me just. Right. She's like, no, no, you have to call her. You have to call her. <laughs> So here comes Judd Hirsch. And finally, yeah. Adam Sandler talks him into, oh. depending on what happens, upbidding. Uh, Kevin Garnett. And he was like, "Look, it's gonna be a shell thing." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "You've you've got, you're gonna be fine." Just like, like any good gambler, it's a sure thing. Yeah. Sure. Don't oh, worry yeah. about it. Don't worry sure about thing. it. Yeah. So he's like, he wants the stone. He'll go to like two. We need to get this thing to two hundred, yeah. and then we'll be okay. So they go and they start bidding, and the bidding starts at twenty grand, and it's just slowly working its way up. And, and finally, the, the greed, the greed, yeah, that that follows this character everywhere but in this scene when you have kevin garnett placing real bids and going up to 150 175 like and you see gooey reluctantly but he keeps doing it and you're like this guy's gonna get stuck with this thing yep. you know he is yep. and you've got real money here betting on it yep and he uh kevin garnett this time brings a financial advisor which he hadn't been you know he's there with demani and yeah. he just wants it <laughs> and he starts to talk to her and, and she's like you could hear her saying like no we, no we came here with this amount of money Ugh. and he's like it's fine it's fine it's oh. fine and finally so the bidding gets up to 190 uh that's a judd hirsch bid is 190 <clears throat> and he and kg, and waves, KG it off. waves it off oh. and it's just like god dang it so he you know adam Sandler's like look I will get you. Oh, and the John Hurst is so good in this scene. Yeah, he's so mad at yeah. Howard, and he has the money. I, luckily, this guy has money. It's not like he can't. He's not good for it, but it's probably like a good chunk of his savings. Like right, it's something. It's two hundred grand that he right. just pulled out of nowhere that he didn't expect to actually have to come up with. Right. Um, and he's like, "I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back." And he he's originally like, said, "I'll plus, give you a commission." Yeah, he's like, "Plus whatever." Plus my yeah. yeah. So he and then he, he gets to, in the limo. He's like, "I need the opal back." He's like, "What?" <laughs> so he doesn't even have collateral. He gave him the two hundred grand. And he's like, "I'm going to need that back because I got to sell it." Right. Oh. He's like, and he's so disgusted, and just slams the door. Right. And, oh. So the deal now everything is not sitting pretty, but like for every step forward, <laughs> for every three steps forward, he takes. He takes like you can one, say one, one step forward, three take, steps. Back. Well, because he doesn't though, because he is kind of always, even when he's falling backwards, he's coming ahead. But I think because only because he's a hustler, like yes. he's he's only he's going one step forward and maybe point nine five back because he's also like conning seven people each time. You know right. what I mean? Like no, he's totally. not he's not really making ahead because he's got all this baggage that he's going to somehow right. have to pay for eventually right, right so right, he's, right, right. like we said earlier he's burned every bridge he's made all these enemies um he's messing with the wrong people so yeah i mean he keeps saving himself but eventually time, yes time will run out like you only have so much luck even for someone as clever as him right it's gonna catch up to and him. it does here like he gets beat up pretty good by uh arlo yeah, it's arno, a good scene just punching him because right in the face yeah so he goes back to his uh, office and Julie's there, and they kind of have um, they make up because she's got his she got Howie tattooed on her ass. Well, it's uh, a good thing he breaks down. Like, he does. Finally, yeah. you've been waiting because this character is like I can't win. To I Tom's can't. point, and the anxiety inducing and the the punishment that you're going through watching this character. Yeah, like he's gone through all this, and finally, finally, he lets it out. Like there's only so much 
you know this guy internally has to be dealing with the stress and the pressure like I mean, most people haven't dealt with a tenth of the pressure this guy. But sure, think sure. about all the people he owes and the enemies and the cons. He owes he has a lot to, of people. He has to remember all the things he has to switch back. And, you know, he lets it out. And it's a really good scene. And she comforts him. And finally, it's They like, come back together. Yeah. And he, all of a sudden, Kevin Garnett's person calls on the phone. And she was just like, you know, he wants it. 175 cash. We're at the bank right now. Yeah. Cash only. Which to me at this point, I can't believe, I guess this is the one part of the script where I can't believe that they go through with it because how fishy does this seem at this point? I mean, yeah. they lost the auction. Clearly something's up. And I guess he probably works himself a little fable here, but you know, says like, Oh, that person fell through or something. But my point is like, they're still willing to get it uh-huh. even though they just got outbid at auction, which I think any reasonable person would immediately jump to, Oh, they were conning me that. Right. Sure. Because trying but to- I think, I think there's also that level of like, Superstitious athlete. He did really want it. Yeah, sure. I, and he I played really well when he had it. But I feel like well then I'd be like, okay, it. it's one twenty-five now. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like right, if you right, felt right. you were being conned to raise the value, but so anyway, he yeah. shows up, he pays for it, and he kind of calls him out. He's like, "What did you even pay for that thing?" He's like, Ugh. "Oh, and here's another moment where we're like, God, please don't tell him." Like, <laughs> yeah, you feel like he's gonna grand. be like, he's gonna be like, "Oh, well, this isn't worth it," and then you're gonna get screwed again, right? Um, but at first, he's like, "What are you doing?" Playing these mind games. Like, it's great. He's really good in this scene because, like we said, it's like, what are you doing to me, man? You're like, you know, I need this. And you keep pulling it away and playing these mind games with me. And finally, yeah. yeah, So finally they make the sale. Everything is good. But I like that Sandler explains to him that he's like, I had to work on this deal for two years. Right. I had to find the people. I had to front the money. He's like, my profit's slim. Right. Which is true. Like, well, it wouldn't have been, but it is. If it was a million, correct. But like, you know, he's not really making that much. Like, it's obviously not worth the trouble at no, this point. No. So while he's this deal is going down, Arno and his goons show back up. And he kind of tells his girlfriend, Julie, to go go through Joe's and go out the window. So she comes around and Garnett's like, what is happening? He's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. He's like, I'm just going to leave. I'm going to take this thing. I'm going to get out of here. So he hands. He writes down all this information. He hand like the girlfriend comes along. Joe, this this other like bail bondsman or something is like his, his their window they have their window space yeah well, so they says, reach go a, down to the office at the end right. of the hall that yeah so they she reaches around she gives he, adam sandler gives her the the bag full of money another nice head fake because you probably think oh it's gonna fall and someone's right. gonna, you know right but she well, gets he, it yeah we should say that he also went back and got the ring so oh the, he, he traded his 77 mm. uh clipper i don't know like uh nick's ring for Kevin Garnett's ring. Well, and I think at this point, the pawn guy, like, because he gave him the weekend. Yeah. Not the singer. No, sure, Murray, sure. But <laughs> he gives him the weekend to, to get the ring back plus the vid. And he comes back on Monday. But he comes back after that. Uh-huh. So he says, I already own this ring, I guess, right? Like, yeah. That's how it works. He was like, he well, I'll give you, you, I'll give he, you this ring. Yeah. So he owns the ring. So he's like, that's already mine. So you owe me that plus this one. If you don't give the money back, I'm going to own both of them. Right, right. So he gets, you know, he, he, Dishes off the money. He says, "Go to Mohegan's son." But he gives Kevin Garnett that ring back. Yes, right? he gives That's him his, how, yeah. his championship ring. Tells the tells the girlfriend, "Go to Mohegan's son. Place this bet. Go." Hires her a helicopter. Right? Yeah, it was scumbag McGillicuddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes. I think his name was John Old Crump. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't. Know. I just. Uh, so and then now, so Arno and his goons are here, and they're giving him the gun. He's like, "I don't have the money." I, I placed oh. a bet and they're just like, oh, you so you're I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I'm going I, to kill you. <clears throat> so as they're trying to leave, uh, Sandler locks. He's got like this thing, like Tom said, this thing is set up like Fort Knox, whereas like there's buzzers on each door. Doors need to close before other doors can open. Yeah, he's got one of those breezeways, whatever they're called, though, that you can lock. Yeah. So that for uh, like jewelry stores have them. Made right. A lot, you know, so that uh, robbers can't just bust in. Exactly. So he kind of locks them into this little vestibule. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are pissed. And he's just like, look, I'm telling you, we're going to make if, if this goes, if this works and it's going to work, he's got the opal. We're going to make a million dollars on this deal. So the the one like the, the one bad dude starts making a phone call and immediately Sandler goes and calls Adina Menzel and says, there's a gas leak. Get the kids out of the house. And she's kind of like, whatever. I'm not. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm telling you, get out of the house. And I think she picks up on what the problem is. I don't. Do you think so? I don't know. I feel like she may not. I mean, she found him naked in a trunk. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that, like, I don't think she'd 
was buying the gas leak part. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, at all. But, uh, but she gets him out of the house and goes to her sister's. This is another great scene between all of them. So all three, Arno and his goons, are locked into the vestibule, and you can't really hear anything. Like, they've stopped talking and fighting at this point. Right. And they're sweating because it's getting hot in there. There's no airflow, and they're just looking at him. And he's sitting there watching the game, talking right. to them, and they're just disgusted looking at him. And you know, like, this is not it's good. It's not good. They are not, not good. happy. So he places the bet very similar to the bet from earlier in mm-hmm. the day, earlier in the movie, where it's like Kevin Garnett wins the tip off. He gets X amount of points, X amount of rebounds, and they win by a certain spread. Mm-hmm. And they do it. And it's the one and of those. Arno's like, that son of a beast. He's like, like, I cannot he, believe that he did it. He yeah, pulled it $1. off. $1.2 million he won. So he can now pay them off, pay them extra, whatever. Like, right. he did it. It's all good. All good. Somehow this guy, after Managed this whole to make movie it work. of terrible things. And he says, and finally things are going yeah. right. And of course, they walk out and immediately the goon shoots Adam Sandler in the face. <laughs> Which is the only way. Like, I I saw this with Katie and we both really enjoyed it. But I said, as soon as they get out, they're going to kill him. But, I go, they're going to, he's, I go, he's going to win, but they're going to kill him and take it off. Yeah. There's no way this character can live. Yeah. He's a terrible right. person. He's screwed over so many people. Like, it's just not in the cards for this character to live happy. To have a happy, after. yeah, correct. And correct. even if he did, he would screw it up. Oh yeah, he would oh, just for take sure. this yeah. money, take that and money, and yeah. blow it somewhere yeah. else. It's a, it's a tragedy for sure. Um, but yeah. So we should say also say that the 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 mob have have sent goons to mo- the Mohegan Sun mm-hmm. looking for Julie. And this so, is great. The, the the old creeper rich guy is like, come up to my room and all this. She's and like, so, no, I'm fine. And then when she has to like rely on that guy, yeah. she does. And she's talking to like random people, like having them ex- other better explain all this stuff and you see all the bad goons in the background right. walking by and so she's trying to like stay surrounded by people and i like that she finally well people are he even says that one of the goons says at one point he's like somebody people are talking about this bet that somebody made yeah and it's her it has to be her yeah. but she finally like the only place she knows she'll be safe is to go up to <laughs> Goon, creep, creep goons yeah. safe ish ish well, right yeah. Yeah. i mean what out of the frying pan into the fire, yeah, right? right. Uh, but she goes up there, and then I like the way that it goes because at first you're like, "How what is she going to make it out of this?" Yeah, because he ends up going to the the, the telebooth, and I was like, "Oh man, he flipped!" And he's on taking her. all the money, right? So I'm thinking, "Yes, now he's a playing her, but right." And then he she hands him hands him the money in the yeah. in the limo, and there she is, and yeah. she drives away. So while that's all going on, like there's a you know they're both like, "I love you, I love you," and on the phone, and then all of a sudden, Sandler gets shot yeah. in the face, and then Arno. Who was just like, what did you do? What did you do? Like that was not part of the deal. It's, we had the money, and they're just like, cool. Because again, like being family, no matter how terrible Howard is and how infuriating, he never was going that extra step. Right. Right. They want to frighten him. They want to, you know, maybe take some of his money and assets, whatever. But like Arno never intended to kill Howard. No. And so when that happens, you just see that distress. And yeah. How, you and know, then Arno freaks out, and then they shoot Arno in yeah. the face. <laughs> and start robbing the store. And they're taking all this stuff, and that's that's and, kind and of... And you see, you know, it pans. It keeps getting closer and closer to Sandler, and he's... Yeah. Uh, I think he's shot through the eye. It's just like... The blood it, just... He does, it's like a Mo Green. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's through the, like, it's through his okay. cheek. But you see, like, and it just keeps zooming in and zooming in, and then doesn't it zoom all the way in? All the way in the Kind of like the beginning of the yeah. movie? Yeah, and then kind of that's how it wraps yeah. up. Yeah, this was, this was a, an anxiety-inducing <laughs> movie. Yeah. Phenomenal, uh, but it's it was very good. It was very very and good. And Sandler, I mean, this is incredible. Yeah. Like for people that like after all those grown up movies, the four Netflix movies. I mean, Sandler has lost a lot of favor with anybody that's trying to take him serious as an actor, right? And this is an absolute step in the right direction and proof once again that he can do it. He can. And I really hope he takes more of these roles. Yeah, because this was a good movie. It's really good. Yeah, but it's. Not for everyone. No, it's but, not. But it, but I I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, I I was just so confused when I saw those ratings, and I I get what you mean now. Yeah, because at first, but I'm like, this is so good. It's How? not playing in the multiplexes. No. you know what I mean. No, so it's, it's like not. Yeah. I don't think uh like a, a somebody expecting wedding singer is wandering into this movie for the most but part. But that's right. why that's why I'm like they know they're going to an art house movie. Like, right. why are these people giving it a C plus? This is right up anyone's alley. That's yeah. going to an art. Now house you might have movie. Sandler fans. That knew it was an art house movie mm-hmm. going to it, but still having that reaction. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I, I don't think anybody like walked in expecting, you know, sure. Waterboy. Gotcha. <laughs> so. 
That would make things weird. Yeah. But, uh, well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go on the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at JoeButts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And, of course, uh, be sure and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And check out our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real spoilers. So that's it for this one. I have no idea what next week is. The Grudge. Is it The Grudge? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. But it There's another gonna... Grudge movie coming out? It's a reboot. Out? Yes. All With right. John Chu. Cho. Oh. John Cho. <laughs> okay. Well, we shall see. So uh, that's what you have to look forward to. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Dorothy persuades Lorelai to give back the tiara. Shine bright like a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.